What's up, everybody? Thanks for listening to the Different Spokes podcast. My name is Matt Smith. Today's guest is Nilo Hodge. He's a photographer, a bike rider, a freelancer. He's a, a helper outer of East Coast Destruction, living in the Bethlehem area. He's been riding for a while, 32 years old, and um, decided to shoot the shit with him and pick his brain about a few things. So, yeah, here it is. Nilo Hodge, Different Spokes. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, yeah definitely, man. Um, I'm just going to check the levels here a little bit. What'd you get into today? Uh, it's worked all day. Yeah. Damn, what'd you get braces? <laughs> really recently, actually, uh, November. Damn. I haven't posted a picture of me smiling or anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a while till they're off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I, I just worked all day today. On a roof all day, so. Oh shit! Simple. What do you do? Uh, historic masonry restoration. What? Yeah. So I was working on this chimney all day, just like restoring it. It was like pretty, like pretty rough shape. Damn. Yeah. Do you have to be in the union to do that? Nah, nah. I work for like a private company, but you can work in a union and make like some really good money. Damn. That's cool. Yeah. How long have you been doing that? Seven years, something like that. Wow, it's been a long time. Sick. <laughs> you also do freelance on the side. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, made my company into like a LLC, so like my photography company. Yeah. So, Trying to make that more official and kind of like a uh, transition out of masonry. Nice. Yeah. Um, how old are you? Uh, 32? Yeah, 32. <laughs> Shit. Damn. We're the same Damn age. Old, man. What year did you start riding? Or... Uh, I think... I think I was, like, in 10th grade. So I was, like, 15. Mm-hmm. So 2003? Something like that. Damn. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it was a long um, time ago. Shit. How long have you been in the Bethlehem area? Uh, so I grew up in East End. Yeah. So, um, it's only like fifteen minute drive. So like, I moved up here with my fiance like six years ago, mm. something like that. And yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's six years ago. <laughs> I'm not gonna bother asking her. <laughs> nice, <laughs> awesome, dude. That's yeah. that's pretty sick to keep it going that long. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, and I I never took any breaks really. So mm-hmm. I kind of wish I did sometimes because like. I don't think my knees would be as bad as they are. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's been uh, straight through. Mm-hmm. Well, 16 years or something like that. <laughs> wow. Um, It's crazy that you grew up right there, and um, the first time I ever heard of you is I, I think I saw a cult video. It was some kind of, like, maybe Welcome to the Team or, like, Flow thing or something. Um... I don't know. I, I was like in a, like the small talk video they did. Oh like, shit! Like, this uh, was before uh, that. It was before that. Yeah, uh, it was when like it was like when Colt was just like pumping out edits right up right in the beginning. Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, or, or maybe it was an animal video. Even I don't know. Uh, I might have been in some because like because we used to you know ride all together all the A Town dudes. Yeah. So um, they would like send in clips, and you know, some of us just randomly being like an animal video or you know like something like that. Even though I wasn't like affiliated with animal at all, mm-hmm. you know, just like they would throw me like in a promo video or something like that. You know, that's sick. So, yeah, it was always tight like that because like there was always dudes around, mm-hmm. so you would ride with them, and you know, everyone's always filming. At least back then, not so much anymore. Yeah. And um. You're part owner of East Coast Destruction? Nah, nah. Um, so, MCM's cousin owns ECD. Okay. I just, like, help out with shit, you know? Cool. Um, like, I don't want any confusion on that. Because <laughs> there's, like, a, you know, a checker pass with all that shit. You know, people, you know, you know how it is. Yeah. You know, when something's been going on for so long, you know, there's different iterations and all that. But, yeah, yeah pretty much just... As it is now, I just like help out with 
with like social media stuff, I shoot photos, mm-hmm. forum, you know, just like if people have questions, I'm usually the one responding to emails and stuff, but nothing too crazy. Nice. That's just pretty trying cool. to keep yeah, I'm just trying to keep it going. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. You know you know the old moniker, you see you will never die, so Yeah. I I remember uh something that sparks my memory is um I think it was Christopher in one of the ECD videos. I think it was him. He tries to ice pick like a little two stair little handrail or something like that mm-hmm. and just goes so hard to his face and then they I think they cut to him in the hospital and like whatever damage he had. Oh, uh, that that was actually MCM. MCM? That, that, yeah, he like I forget. So that was an E C D four and he was pegless, that was the problem. Oh, so, like, he, he tried to like ice pick up like a rail pegless, but then like he caught it and then went straight to his face. So like the next cut is like him getting stitches in his head. Mm. Yeah, that that stuck out in my mind. Like I knew exactly what you were talking about, right? <laughs> That's so gnarly. <laughs> that was actually the first video I ever saw. Like when I started riding, was ECD four. Wow. Like like um, I think I went to Action Wheels and they might have like gave a copy away or something. So I just like played it over and over and over again. Like in my, my VCR. <laughs> I'm nice. pretty sure I got it somewhere around here. Sick. Yeah. So so you grew up in Easton and then you moved into Bethlehem and then you were just got into riding throughout just what was around. Yeah, so um, I lived in Easton. I lived a couple blocks away from the Easton Skate Park mm-hmm. and that was kind of how I got into it. Like, couple of my friends they were already into riding i wasn't really into it that much like you know my mom was like a single mom and she had four kids so it was tough to get like parts and all that kind of stuff but asked for a bike it was like a big deal so yeah i just kind of chilled and then um my friends were like oh they're building a skate park by the house like you should definitely go yada yada i was like all right i mean it's two blocks away let's go right so, so um I like convinced my mom to buy me a Harrow Back Trail X2 for right. Christmas one year. <laughs> so it was like you know one piece crank, single wall wheels, everything on sealed. Like it was, it was a trash bike, but I was like in love with it. So I just like learned how to ride at that skate park. It was I didn't even have to pedal to get to it. Like it, I was at the top of a hill. Skate park was two blocks downhill, so I literally go out my front door, take two, two cranks, and I'd be there, you know. Nice. So it was a, uh, it was interesting, like learning all that shit. Back yeah. Then. Yeah, definitely. It's like I, I didn't have any experience with any BMX at all. Like, I, I, I know a lot of dudes used to like build trails and shit like around us, and mm-hmm. you know, postures is like ten minutes away. But I never experienced any of that stuff before riding. That was weird. Yeah. <laughs> just like, you just froze. You were just like... Oh, man. <laughs> Crazy. Do you have good internet where you are? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty pretty reliable. Lately, it's been weird as hell, weird as hell though. Because, like, I don't know, I watch, like, Netflix pretty much every night. Mm-hmm. Lately, it's been like buffering like crazy. Uh, everybody but, might be watching or something. Yeah, it's usually alright though. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I got like I don't have the bottom level internet. I have the level above that. Mm-hmm. But on Wi-Fi, it's dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then that I like sucks. sometimes I gotta like just print like a label for an order. So I gotta like unplug, walk across the house, plug it in. Just to add the file, come back. It's stupid. Yeah, that's ridiculous. But um, before we got disconnected, we were talking about you growing up um, at the skate park. Is this the Bethlehem skate park that you were learning to ride at? No, no, it's uh, it's not there anymore. But it's the Easton skate park. Um, oh shit! It was pretty basic. It was like a six foot mini. Um, they had a six foot quarter, a five foot quarter, a four foot quarter. Um. And there was like a bank to, well, it was a bank to wall ride at first, but then we cut it in half, made it a bank to sub. And then there was like a pyramid and a little box, like a little grind box. Like all made out of wood? Uh, yeah, yeah, 
everything was made out of wood. Cool. And skate like like it was a solid place. Like I mean, the mini was really interesting because it was a six foot mini, but one side was like so the mini was on a hill, right? So mm. one side felt way taller than the other. So like everyone hated it because you know you would air, air like real high on one side, mm-hmm. and then the other side felt like you're riding like a vert wall, you know. But like us us dudes that rode there every day, like you would drop in on the high side, and you 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 know you'd be six feet out like first air, you know. Wow. So yeah, <laughs> it just like it, it was so much more fun, I think. Now when I, I ride minis, it like it's a completely different experience. You're yeah. just like, uh, all right, yeah. <laughs> That's so sick. Yeah. My local. It's an interesting place. Um, my local park had a mini ramp, and I got to become a fan of it. Um, yeah. It's it's pretty sick, but um. So the park eventually got demolished. Yeah, it was um, it was in a weird spot, like. Where I lived, and so I lived in Southside Easton, mm-hmm. and there was like projects like right near my house. Like I was two blocks away from the projects, and two blocks away from the skate park. And the skate park was two blocks away from the projects as well. So like even before they put the skate park in there, there was like there was like a I don't know it was weird. It was like an old court, and they just like repaved it, mm-hmm. and then it was just open. There was no fence, nothing, and there was these two random steps like that led outside of the court. So, like, um, dudes that were, were hustling and shit, they would just sit there on the steps, and that that's where, like, you know, you would see cars pull up, pick them up, drive around the block, drop them off, like, and that was, like, a, a daily thing, like, that was, like, n- a known spot, because, like, it was a little less hot mm-hmm. if you went there as opposed to hustling in the projects themselves. So then they just decided to put a skate park there, so, like, those dudes never stopped doing that at that same spot. It was <laughs> even better for them because there's people there now. So, like, it looked normal. So, like, you would have issues, like, you know, kids up want to be hard from the project, come fucking with us, like, fucking skater fags. Like, no one's skateboarding. Everyone's riding. They call you skater anyway. Yeah. Calling you Tony Hawk and shit. It's, like, ridiculous. So, there was always, like, big fights there and, you know, the city didn't like it to begin with, so I think they were looking for any reason to get rid of it, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, they, they tore it all out. They, like, gave us some horse shit. They are like, yeah, we're just, like, trying to find a better place for everything, blah, blah, blah. But my friend's dad worked for the city, and his dad was like, dude, I don't know why they're saying that, because all the ramps are completely destroyed in a pile at, like, the municipal building. So it was just got a pile of wood. Wow. So, yeah, my friend ended up just, like, asking his dad to let him in there the one day. They salvaged, like, a bunch of the skate light and a bunch of the wood, and then he just made his own mini in his backyard. So we just rode that all the time. Damn. Yeah. That's but a that was, like, a, like a three-foot mini, so it wasn't, like, crazy fun, but it was better than nothing. Yeah, yeah. Something to dick around on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> When did you uh, first pick up a camera? Um, I don't know. It's always been like a, a, a thing I had. Like, always had like little digital cameras, little point and shoots and stuff. Yeah. And I was always into like taking pictures and stuff. But like nothing serious, you know, just like mm-hmm. documenting essentially. Like I would, uh, you know, I'd, I'd always buy like uh, disposable cameras when I was like a teenager. And just like take them out shoot yeah. pictures of like my friends and stuff but then like I started riding and I would take random photos like with little digital cameras mm-hmm. and then I got more into filming so I had like a Canon GL2 yeah I had that for a while respect and then I got rid of that <laughs> yeah it was just you know you know how it is with those things it's just, yeah. like it's it could be like, like real nice to film with but then like you start looking back at the footage you're like damn that's glitchy damn like this tape's fucked like it's so unreliable so bad so I got out of that Mm -hmm. and I actually picked up a Canon DSLR because my homie was like filming with one he was like yo it's so much better like he 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 shot the the VX2100 like a bunch and he was like yo fuck those things like we're going this way because it's so much easier like you know you you do your your clip 
clips and everything's just on the card. You, you plug it in and everything's right there. You don't have to capture oh. anything. Yeah, carbs. So, Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's so much, it's just like streamlined, you know, you don't have to, you don't have a stack of tapes at the end of the day, you know. Oh, yeah. capturing that tape. Oh. Yeah. Nightmare. Glad so, those days um, and then like, yeah, and like Firewire, like, you know, I think one of our computers had Firewire port, so like, yeah, just like, we all had to go to John's house and just sit there, and be like 10 of us, just like, all right, yeah, yeah, that clip, yeah, save that one. All right, no, no, get rid of that one, you know, yeah. like, you know how it is, so. Yeah. It was just like, it just made it easier. So I got like a Canon T3i mm-hmm. just for filming, really, because it was like, it was pretty cheap. And the fish eye before it was like 300 bucks or 200 bucks. So I was like, all right, yeah, I'll do that. Right. So I sold the GL2 and then I got the T3i and I just started filming with that. And I was like, all right, cool. And I would just like kind of passively take photos, but yeah, not, I wasn't really trying to learn. I was just trying to film with it. Yeah. But then, like, I started getting hurt more, getting older and shit. So I just started, like, shooting it, like, trying to learn the camera and, like, the manual settings and all that. And then it just, like, grew from there. Wow. So now I, like, barely film, and all I do is, like, shoot photos. <laughs> Damn. Well, it seems like you definitely made a name for yourself. I'm trying, man. <laughs> <laughs> I see, like... It's so easy to, like, rapid-fire through an Instagram feed, but, like, I'll always stop and see yours because there's, like, something different about what you do. I'm trying to, man. (laughs) I was, like, I don't know. I, like, I get bored fast. Mm -hmm. Like, with, with, like, I can't be one of those people that shoots the same thing constantly. Like, I respect people like that. Like, you know, they'll, they're, like, the best portraitist out there, but then, like, that's kind of all they focus on. Right. And if I just did that, I'd feel stale and like kind of monotonous, even though there's just so much shit you can do with that. Yeah. But like, it just feels, I don't know, I feel stuck. So I have to like constantly switch it up. So if you look at my feed on Instagram, it's just like all over the place. Like I'll be doing like long exposures and portraits, then like serious headshots. And then like, you know, I did a maternity shoot last weekend. Like, <laughs> you know, just like, it's all over the place. Awesome. And it, and uh, it started to take off. Is this something that you're like that you've thought about doing like full time? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm actually trying to like transition that way. It's just like you know, it's a grind, like trying to mm-hmm. expand and you know be there to market yourself and do the jobs and all that. So yeah. I'm just trying to build it right now. Like I'm in the you know, I upgraded everything, like, all my, my gear, all my, like, computer, all that shit, like, I'm just trying to make it so when I have bigger jobs, like, it's just easier and more streamlined, and I'm just, like, trying to put back what I'm making, you know, yeah. put it back into it, so, it's like, I don't know, it's, I'm in a weird phase right now, like, mm-hmm. it's like I'm getting a bunch of jobs, but at the same time, I have to work full-time, so, yeah. it's like, gotta balance the time yeah like how do you even do it because like i just had to try and do it this past week with working on ride pa working on freelance trying to do yeah shit eventually i put once i got once for me personally uh once i get like some freelance work in and and other stuff like the, the ride pa mag i put the yeah on the back burner and i try and focus on those things because people are actually depending on me for once yeah, yeah, it's tough, man. It's yeah. just like you really gotta, you gotta. <laughs> I sit down sometimes, like I'll sh- I, I shoot weddings and stuff, and my goal when I'm done shooting a wedding, I'm like, I need to have this done in like a week. Mm-hmm. So, I'll you know most of my weddings are like on Saturdays or Fridays, so I would literally get home from that wedding and I'll start editing that night, even though I'm like dead tired. Holy shit! And um, I'll have the. You know, the last wedding I did, it was, like, a short one. It was, like, only, like, two hours long. But I had it done the next day. Mm-hmm. Like, I was... So I'm just trying to, like, use my free time and use it, like, up. Especially this time of year, you know. It's, like, yeah. really cold. So I can't really ride anyway. Yeah. So it's, like... I don't know. I'm just trying to... I try to increase my workflow habits. Like, mm-hmm. the, you know, the production-wise. Like, I'm just trying to make it more streamlined and easier... Yeah. So when I go to edit and stuff and 
call and organize like everything has like a process so i can like go through it quick instead of like you know spending two months on you know 300 photos like it's ridiculous (laughs) yeah uh, my first my first wedding was like that it was like uh, it was it was pretty fortunate like it it was dope like um this guy flew me and my friend down to jamaica to shoot his wedding it was dope but when i got home i'd never shot that quantity like that bulk before because we were there for four days and we shot for two so like the first day like we went on a catamaran and we like shot photos with like the whole bridal party everybody that was there and then the wedding was the next day so we shot that whole day and then the next morning at like 6 a.m we got up like at the you know at sunrise and like shot with the bride and groom like they wanted to like destroy the dress so like <laughs> she she wore her dress into the ocean and we did all this crazy shit so i came home with like 2000 photos i never had to edit, like go through that many photos 2000 yeah. <laughs> that was my first wedding so i'm like it was 3 days of, of content essentially you know so Jeez. i had to go through all that figure out like what to keep what to throw away and when I figured all that out, I had to edit everything. But, like, I was not, a, like, a fast editor back then. I was mm-hmm. re- real slow. And I did everything, like, you know, very manually. Yeah. So, like, I think I had delivered, like, 500 photos to them. And I, I literally sat there and did the sliders on every photo in camera raw. It was, like, wow. very tedious. I was spending, like, five hours after work every night for, like, I don't know. It had to have been like a month and a half. Wow. Was, there's no way I could do that now. Like no, <laughs> no possible way. <laughs> yeah, time is valuable. Yeah, absolutely. And like this year, especially because like um, I'm engaged, so like I'm getting married in, in December. So oh, yeah. like I'm working on trying to make this business better, yeah. and still have to work full time, and I'm still trying to ride in. And still shoot you know so like yeah. i have so much shit going on like i'm just trying to make things happen fast <laughs> yeah well congratulations man that's cool yeah taking the next Appreciate step. yeah it's been long enough <laughs> uh, been <laughs> with her for 10 years oh well, almost 10 years yeah damn that's what's yeah. up she's dedicated yeah yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> <laughs> she's put up with your bullshit enough yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> and i have of her too yeah yeah that's what's up man um so like with all that considered what's what are you trying to do next after that like like i don't know i guess like figuring out your figuring out like uh like your workflow like that part can be really cool yeah like it's it's i think that part is really sick because have you ever heard of the term autodidactic sounds familiar i might have said it weird but like um it's like means like self-taught yeah yeah, okay and some dude in a in a dirty machine shop told me about it once like the last person i'd expect to tell me some special word i never even heard (laughs) but like he he told me he thought I was autodidactic, and at, at first I thought he was dissing me, <laughs> but like, <laughs> but like no, he was being cool, and and then I took it as a huge compliment. But like, it it's, I I'm just saying it feels like it seems like it's kind of cool when you see your own process. Like you'll drive yourself crazy trying to pen tool every single photo, yeah, you know, and then you so you figure out workflow and you find you figure out like the fine line between like fine art and making money yeah yeah Yeah. absolutely yeah it's it's like a compromise that you have to make somewhere yeah yeah. i mean i think it depends on the medium you know what i mean like if you're shooting for yourself you can spend forever on photos you know Mm -hmm. but i think when you have like deadlines and you also have to think like not a photographer sometimes like right you know I, I know I'm going to look at a photo and like, all right, yeah, that's not quite right, but that's going to take me like an hour to fix. Mm-hmm. Or, and then I have to think like, all right, well, the normal person probably wouldn't pick up on that. Like, yeah. So it's like, what is it? The, the law of diminishing returns. <laughs> like, so like you start working on something, you spend, ended up 
spending like six hours on a photo and like mm-hmm. was it really worth it you know like is your time worth that you know like is the money you're making off that photo worth your time oh you yeah know? yeah so i kind of have to think about it in terms of that but like if i shoot for myself like which i do often like it's not like i'm shooting just for money because i actually love shooting like yeah. i take trips to go shoot photos like i have a lot of fun doing that you know right but um when you when you're constantly trying to meet deadlines and stuff like you have to like put that aside like all right i know i want this to be the best photo but i have to like stick to this time constraint otherwise i'm like kind of putting myself into a hole like and i'm not making any money as far as like my time is considered yeah so it's like it's a hard balance Mm -hmm. you know it's it's crazy because it's like you don't realize you don't realize you made a compromise until it's too late at least once, you know, and you're like, oh, yeah. fuck. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you're always, like, doing that to yourself. I, I mean, as creatives, you know, mm-hmm. like, you're you're always like, all right, I, I want people to like my shit. Like, mm-hmm. I want this to be the best thing possible. But then, like, you also have to think, like, am I going to spend 10 hours on this? You know, is it worth spending that much time when it'll look like 90% there with, like, a half an hour of work, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's... I feel like as a as a person who's like into the art field but also trying to turn into I guess you'd say a business, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have to be left brain and right brain at the same time. Oh yeah. And that's kind of like it 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 feels like a muscle you have to try and flex. It's like it's it doesn't come easy. Yeah, absolutely. Like I think every day I'm constantly thinking about both. Like mm-hmm. I have photo ideas I want to do and like people I'm talking to like oh yeah I want to I want to do this thing with you you know like figure this out with you but then on the other side I'm like man how do I like book more clients how do I like grow my business to be like more visible and like I, I, I pretty much every night this week I've been sitting on my website just like working on SEO just mm-hmm. like wow. literally spending like an hour and a half on SEO damn so, yeah it's just like trying to do that but still trying to shoot at the same time and you mm-hmm. know it's kind of like it's weird but i have like a lot of friends that are in the same position like yeah one of my friends like he has his own photography business he's more established than i am but like he's constantly like we always talk like you know ideas back and forth like oh what like what if you tried this out like what if we what if you tried this out you know like and then mm-hmm. we run you know run ideas off each other and sometimes they work out you know like and you know just little things like and that's how it is like any business like you're always trying everything is like an experiment yeah until you get to something that works really well for sure that's that's something i kind of uh felt with with the yeah um it kind of felt a little stagnant there for a minute and then well i took a break i took like a year long like vow of silence not quite but like (laughs) I took a break for a while and then I came back and then shortly after is when I decided to start making like the stem pads and everything. Yeah. And I was like, how can I rethink of the stem pad? And I had, I had a sewing machine here that I just, I found in the trash. Well, my girlfriend, Leanne, she, I had been going to my mom's to sew. My mom's a seamstress. So whenever I would sew labels on yeah shirts, I would just travel down to her house and do it. So I knew I don't know a lot about sewing machines, but my mom does. So like, I can just stitch a little bit and that's it. And um, one day, we were just walking around in my neighborhood and we saw a sewing machine in the trash. And it was the morning after our rain. So I was like, okay. there, I was like "There's no way that that dope-looking sewing machine is still good. There's no way." And she's like take it home let's go try it let's go try it and we went and plugged it in and the light came on and i was like oh my god uh, sick. Yeah. <laughs> tell me i just got a free sewing machine so i let my mom like clean it up and she said she said all she did was clean it up and put a little oil on it and it was good to go that's awesome so everything i've been making has been off of my garbage sewing machine yeah that's sick man but it's from like the 1960s so i'm kind of stoked on it uh, but um but it, like, i'm just saying like I, I've been doing the yeah for 10 years and it's like the my best year ever has been 2018 and it's because of the pad sets yeah like like 
you can think that like you you uh um you, you i spent 10 years just doing shirt designs and then I was like, wait a minute, I want to do something that's more BMX related that like actually like helps a bike rider more than just like uh, some steez. Yeah, or, yeah, or whatever, absolutely. you know, like, yeah, like, that's a classic way to go, too, man. But like I what happened is I just wanted to make a crossbar pad for myself. Like I I don't really like uh, the look of a crossbar pad on Bob bars. But I just wanted to see if I could make one for like two piece bars, because back in the day they just looked so dumpy and and like big and huge. Yeah. And nowadays everyone's got a half inch crossbar pad, or a half inch uh, crossbar. Yeah, crossbar. Yeah. So you can downsize the um, the foam. The yeah. So then it's like, damn, this actually looks kind of clean and nice now. So then I went to go just like remake the stem pad, just like how they already make them, and I was like. Mm-hmm. This is stupid as fuck. <laughs> like, how does anybody, like, agree? Who agreed to this? Like, what yeah, the fuck? Yeah. It seemed like a really clunky design back in the day. Just yeah. like wrap a piece of foam around it. And I mean, call it good. At the end of the, I mean, back then, like, people were more like flatlandish with their stuff. So I can kind of get it. But for most people, you're not putting your knees towards the front of your stem. Too, yeah. Too much. So I was like, well, let me just put a Band-Aid on the, the stem for your knee. Yeah, exactly. Like, wrap, make it more uh, tolerable yeah. when that inevitable uh, knee hit happens. Yeah, and, and what I've come to notice is, like, from a little bit of distance, you can't even notice them. Like, if, if someone thinks they look ugly, it's like, take a foot back. You, you yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but low-key, my kneecaps are intact. But, um, yeah, I used to run knee pads every day, <laughs> every day when I was like 16, because I had knee issues growing up anyway, so yeah. I had to like, like when I started riding, it wasn't a big deal, but then I started hitting my knees a lot, and I was just like, nah, and like, it, there was no slim pads back then, you know, it mm-hmm. was like the big bulky, like plastic, you know, guard on it, Yeah. six six one knee pads they were like they're almost like those knee gaskets but they had a little bit more on the front yeah yeah remember those too like those those would fit underneath your pants but then they would be the same exact problem all over again i was like yeah exactly because it was like mostly neoprene and shit right it was just like slip right on so like it was just traps heat yeah all day long so you have like sweat stains coming from around the pads you know like so your jeans will have this weird ass line of sweat like top and bottom of the knee pad oh my god yeah yeah hated that shit so i just stopped i stopped wearing them and i kind of wish i didn't because like my knees are so fucked up now like i ride like once a week now when i got time Mm -hmm. and it's like fuck man like i won't even fall it's just like i'll like drop a like i'll I'll loop out on the manual and that's it i'm like all right i'm I'm done for the day (laughs) Wow. Did you have yeah. knee surgery? No, no. That was one thing I never did. Mm-hmm. But I think I want to get that looked into like this year just nice. because it's gotten so bad. Yeah. It's like I have to avoid shit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like I don't do 360s a whole lot anymore because, like, Ooh. I don't like that side to side pressure on my knee. Uh-huh. And if I bail off of something like that, it's like kind of shitty. Which knee? I, uh, the right knee. And your right foot forward? Left foot forward. Your left foot forward. So it's your back foot. Yeah. Damn. So it's like, it's weird, man. I, I stopped doing a lot of tricks mm-hmm. just because, of, like, it hurts. You know, like, I stopped doing tail whips, like, like, I don't know, a couple of years ago I stopped doing them. Because, like, you know, if you can't, like, I do them the, the weird way, like how, like, Taj and shit used to do them. Like, yeah. um, you, you kick them 
to the with your back foot, you know, yeah. instead of the, oh, you kick it with your front foot rather. Yeah. So it'd be like I'm left foot forward, but I spin tail to the right. So stop doing because like, you know, I'd catch the left foot, but if I miss that one, I would just like smash my knee, like no matter what. Or if I, like came down too hard, you know, uh, it would just like suck. Have you tried learning whips the other way at all? I did. Um, when I was first learning tilts, I would try both ways, like, mm-hmm. every fucking day. Like, <laughs> there's this hip at that skate park, and I would just try them both ways. Like, I'm like, when I learn tail whips, I'm going to learn them both ways. Like, I don't give a shit. And I was, like, doing them, but then, like, I kind of started getting better at the other way. So yeah. I just, like, got more attracted to that. Right. So I just, like, kept doing that so that... And when I actually landed those, I was like, oh, shit, I could probably do them the other way now. Not even fucking close. Like, <laughs> not even close. So I didn't even care. Dude, but I can a... do, like, go ahead. what's that? Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, I was um, I was going to say, but I do, like, foot jam tail the, the normal way. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? So I know how it feels to do a tail the right way. Right. I just, like, I it doesn't work. I don't know what it is. That's a sick way to address a trick. Is like I'm trying it both ways. Whatever works comes next. Yeah, yeah. When um, when I worked at two by four, I got to talk to Wiz a little bit, and I, and I had to gush gush on him a little bit and ask him about the ice one eighty. Yeah, yeah. He said he was trying them both ways, and that was just the first way he landed it, and that was it. Really? Yeah. So he was trying them hard first too. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Right. So. That was so long ago. Way back. God damn. Yeah. I just learned that trick when I was 30. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. I remember learning it at the, um, the Franklin Mills Mall. Um, that, that skate park can be really slippery and can be really busy. Oh, hell yeah. So, like, there'd be, like, yeah. this one little ledge that no one was touching. And riding in Philly, it was, like, back in the day, like, 2006 and seven and eight when I was living in Philly like for for a while um not everything was waxed up yeah it was like you're gonna have to camp out and wax it and then ride it if you really want it like that so not everything was really done up and uh fuck i forgot what i was talking about (laughs) 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 yeah i got all concerned about fucking metal i got so triggered thinking about metal pegs sticking (laughs) on a ledge Made me all laps and shit. But, um, yeah, at the Franklin Mills Mall, they had those grind-resistant benches, so, you know, I was able to ice pick with a metal peg and slide real good. But I, it, it still took me, like, hundreds of tries. I remember. Yeah. Like, insane. But then when, when it happened, I was like, that was so easy. I got to do it again because I can't believe it was that easy. That's literally like the first time I landed one. I was like, "Really? This doesn't even feel like anything. <laughs> like it doesn't feel hard at all." Like, yeah. And I, I learned them on like a curved rail. Like mm. there's this, um, there's like a skate park in Phillipsburg, New Jersey. I go to all the time because it, it has like a bunch of transition there. So like I like riding there because it like doesn't hurt as much. But when I'm feeling good, I'll like fuck around the curved rail. It's like you know, it's a little over peg height. Is it ninety degrees? Like not that hard it's probably like it's like barely a half moon barely oh, okay so like you can lock i can lock in the ice picks on it like really easily you know like you, it feels really nicely you lean into it and you're just like you're locked in you don't have to pump or anything yeah i was like yo this, this will be perfect because like i i grind the outside of the rail you know what i mean so mm-hmm. like i was like oh yeah this would make complete sense to like 180 off of this so I used to be able to do, like, manual opposite 180s and all that shit. I was like, it must be the same. It has to be. It was, like, the same concept. So I was like, yeah, but, like, having to lean into the rail like that, it makes, like, complete sense that it would just work. So I started trying them. And I was like, yeah, I just turned 30. And I was like, all right, I'm going to learn this trick. Like, I got to learn something new now. And it took me, like, a thousand tries. Like, (laughs) I was sweaty as fuck, like, just by myself. And I, like landed one and I like lost my shit I was like holy shit I fucking learned something I'm fucking 30 like this is crazy <laughs> so then I wanted someone to film it for me so I hit my boy up and like we went back like a, like a week later and we just sat there and I tried it over and over like 
I had like an old iPhone five, so it was just like the memory filled up like four times. I had oh to like keep deleting clips and shit. I started getting worried that like it wouldn't record when I started, you know, because of like the memory was full. Yeah. So just I kept on like deleting shit over and over again, just like every five minutes. I was just like, all right, get rid of those. We're we're gonna, you know, try this again. But I finally did it like on like on my phone. I was like, all right, this this is dope. Like <laughs> finally something new. But yeah. and it didn't hurt, so that was a, a big plus. Hell yeah. Yeah. Like I have always avoided avoided um trying hard one eighties because it just never felt like I could get very far. And yeah. then recently I started trying them and being that I'm older, it I tell you what, like I take like almost like what you said with about your knees. Like if I take one or two foot stomps, like if I approach, if I'm not quite at a heel bruise, but I'm approaching a heel bruise, yeah, I'll back down. Like I'm like, yeah, absolutely. It's not worth it. You got shit to do. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I gotta go get groceries. I gotta go find my taxes. Exactly. (laughs) Like I, I work a physical job, so I'm always like climbing up scaffolding, like fucking climbing up ladders and stuff. So like. If I fuck my knee up, I can't work. You know, it's like yeah. there's no light, light duty at my job. It's not like, oh yeah, I'll just uh, you know, fucking sit here in the office and do nothing. You know, it's like it's not how it goes. It's like you got to be able to climb or, or you're not working. You know? Yeah. So that's got to wipe you out during the week, huh? Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Like last night, I think I fell asleep at nine on the couch, Damn. just like watching TV. Like um, my fiance's in nursing school, so like. Every night after we eat dinner, like, I just chill on the couch, and 90% of the time I fall asleep, like, while she's studying on the couch. So, <laughs> wow. kind of turning into, like, a geriatric couple at this point. <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Leanne tolerates my bullshit. It helps. Yeah. She's been a big yeah. help with printing stuff. That's for sure. Yeah, um, uh, screen printing and shit. Yeah, like we've been yeah. doing it. I've been able to do it a lot more and a lot better because of her. Like, just having one person. Like, I never had like a real screen printing press uh-huh. this whole time. Like, <laughs> I would crazy. just hold, have someone hold the screen, and then I would squeegee. Like, McLovin's help- <laughs> Yeah, for real. Like, Damn. <laughs> McLovin's done helped me do it. My mom's helped me do it. Like, but Leanne, she's kind of like saw what I was doing and she's like I think I can help you like let me, you need to just actually let someone help you for once and I was like alright fine so like yeah. she's been a huge help with it it's crazy but um we've been getting better at it but um I'm working on some new shirts that I'm getting professionally done because I you, you can like kind of like what you were saying with like the thousands of photos like um I- Oh shit, shit. But yeah, sorry, sorry about that. No, you're good. So we talked. So you're getting professionally done. Yeah, yeah. Just because, like, like you were saying, like you don't want to bite off more than you can chew, and it's like, I want to do the see something shirts again, um, which, at the, it was the, it was the best selling uh, shirt design, I guess, whatever. And yeah, every, everybody. I got one of those. What's that? Oh, that's right. Thanks again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I wanted to bring it back because it ever, as soon as it sold out, people were like, "Wait, it's it's gone." I I want one, and I'm like, it was the only shirt that anyone ever actually wanted. So <laughs> so I was like, "Fuck, I should probably bring them back." So this whole time, this all of this that I've all been doing is just been like um, which call it, just saving for the see something shirts. To, to get somebody else to do them so I don't have to do them because it's going to be like more than one color and it's going to be huge. Oh, yeah. Like, I originally wanted it real, real big and um, I wasn't able to do that on the first round of shirts. So, I'm going to do it bigger this time and uh, a different ink so it's like a lot softer. Yeah, I was going to say that. I was like, that first one, <laughs> it's rough, man. Yeah, that was, that was a major complaint. <laughs> But it's all good, man. I'll definitely uh, make sure to hook you up with one when uh when they come in. Yeah, that'd be sick. I'll definitely rock that. Yeah, I still got mine. It's in pristine condition. (laughs) (laughs) 
Dude, some like thirteen-year-old girl bought the last one at the, like the Harrisburg Flea. Oh, shit. Her her mother's like, she doesn't like anything, and she wears this shirt all the time now. Like, that's awesome. (laughs) Cool. But, um, yeah, so, like, you also been shooting and donating photos, uh, towards, like, the Ride PA mag. I think that's pretty sick. Yeah, man. Shout out to Percy, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's been, it's been interesting because, like, I always have ideas especially when it like comes to bmx stuff because i kind of shoot it like passively like it's not like i'm chasing down riders like yo let's shoot today you yeah know? but if like i'm out riding and like someone's like doing something dope i'm like yo let me uh let me do let me try something out with you because i'm always i'm always learning new shit you know like when it comes to photography yeah. so I'm, I'm you know uh, my friend grant uh grant bass like i shoot with him all the time like you've probably seen like a million photos i've shot of him <laughs> Cause like he's like I'll call him up like yo man I need you to come to this park I know where there's like six feet like six inches of snow on the ground but I think it'd be dope if we got like a tail up shot in the snow like because he's like ridiculous at any tail like bunny hop whip combination like um you know opposite regular you know one eighty downside whatever you know like damn so he's like usually a person I can be like yo man let's try this and be like all right yeah I'll be right up you know and like. You know, he'll do a tail up in the snow because I think it'll look dope and, like, it, it'll work, you know, so. Yeah. Um, that's kind of how I shoot, though. It's, like, if I have an idea, I'll, like, hit him up or, you know, someone that lives close, like, Pat or someone, you know, Pat mm-hmm. Quinn. He lives, like, three blocks away from me, so no I hit way. him up. Yeah, yeah, like, we uh, that's pretty much, like, the person I ride with the most, usually, because he lives, yeah, he lives five five blocks. <laughs> he lives, like, literally, like, five blocks. I can walk to his house from that's awesome yeah in the neighborhood but yeah 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 it's not bad at all but like um with the ride pa zine when people are like when i'm thinking of it like you know the last issue Mm -hmm. that we just you know um, sent shit in for i was talking to my friend i was like yo like i really want to do like a piece on messer like not many people really know about him you know mm-hmm. and he's like one of these like fucking crazy i don't understand how this person is so good at riding like i've never met anyone like that <laughs> and he's like he's 30 so he's like two years younger than me mm-hmm. i've known him since like i don't know 2004 like at the eastern skate park and that dude he literally rode by himself in the woods by himself in martin's creek like this little backwoods town like you know 10 minutes away from Easton and he just built like he had this like he still has it it's like a little plot of land and he has like an agreement with the farmer that owns the land that he can just build whatever he wants there as long as like he doesn't trash the place or you know have parties there and shit so like when you when I used to go to his place like he made a bowl like by himself like out of dirt like what? in this yeah it was insane like and he wrote it by himself all the time like so oh you, you would go there and he made a legit bowl with a spine, um, and then a dirt he wanted spine. To, yeah, it was crazy. Like he did all this wild shit back there. Like, and it was by himself. Like, and if if anyone, it was like one dude would help him with stuff. But for the most part, he would just do all this shit by himself, and he still does for the most part. Like he digs his own trails, and they're fucking wild. Like I will not ride those things. <laughs> He's like, no, they're they're good. They're easy, man. Everything like works. I'm like, nah, nah, I'm good, man. Like, but. He's like wild. He's a fucking. He doesn't make any sense. Damn. Like um, when uh Christopher came back to Bethlehem, mm-hmm. I would see him at the bar all the time and shit. And he started riding with Messer, and he would tell me like all drunk and shit. But I'm sure he like believes this in his heart, or you know his his sober mind. <laughs> but like he's like that dude Andrew. He's the best fucking rider I've ever met. And that's like that's big. That's a big thing coming out of dude's mouth, you know? Like, yeah. He's been riding forever, and, like, for him to say that about Messer, like, it's, it's wild. So I wanted to do something, like, I mm-hmm. want people to, like, see what he's capable of and shit. And, yeah, we did we did a few photos and shit, and it's just hard to, like, convey, like, how ridiculous he is in photos. But yeah. I was, like, trying to show, like, the shit he can do, you know what I mean? Yeah. So... It's wild, man. Like that dude, 
fucking crazy. Like, <laughs> and he's always been that way. Like, always. Damn. Like, that dirt bowl. Like, he learned backflips in the woods. Like, he just, like, <laughs> he built, like, a set just to learn backflips on. And wow. he just, like, learned backflips by himself. I'm like, all right, bro. Like, Damn. Yeah, he's, like, nuts. crazy dude, man. Like, he used to do, like, hang fives with, like, a little nub of a peg. He, like, cut his pegs down all the time. He hates riding pegs. Mm-hmm. So he'd have, have like, um, what are those things? Uh, remember, like, Primo used to make them? I think Animal makes them still. Like, the little, like, uh, the socket pegs or whatever. Yeah. It's only, like, an inch long or some shit. Like, like the Primo Jewels? Yeah, yeah, something like that. He'd have something like that on his bike. And he would be hang fiving with that thing. So he had, like, big toe on, on that yeah. shit. Hang fiving. I'm like, yo, where, where are you finding the time to, like, learn how to hang five, man? Like you're building your own dirt bowl and shit and <laughs> you know like he got married real young too like i think mm. he was like 20 maybe but he's still like ridiculous like, it makes no sense wow. so i think it's like interesting to show people like that you know because mm. like it's easy when you're like you know when you're when you're out riding there's a lot of people that are you know you see them all over the place you know yeah and, I was trying to like bring someone to light that not many people know because like he's you know he's a father he got three kids he's married you know he doesn't go to contests he don't go riding a lot like you know he he's not out a lot he's not like super sociable right. when it comes to BMX you know yeah so it's a uh, it's I think it'd be cool to show that so yeah it's and, and he's a good dude right. It's like a good example of something cool going on. Yeah. Instead of just, you know, looking for eyeballs. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so I think I think using, um, you know, the Ride PA platform is a good idea for that. That that dude's like PA till he dies, you know. <laughs> so. Yeah. That's sick. Um. What uh. What other projects you got going on? Are you working on any new stuff? Uh, are you filming any any projects? So, like, as far as filming goes, it's, like, real passive. Mm-hmm. Like, it's real. Because, like, I'm so fucking busy right now. So, yeah, I try to spend time, like, sh- I shoot a lot, but I don't ride a whole lot. So, mm-hmm. it's hard to, like, film riding. But I'm, like... I'm trying to work towards like a full length video. I have like a shit ton of footage and I actually just filmed something with Grant um, a little while ago. You'll, I sent you a photo for that, like um, that billboard shot. Yeah. But like, that was the last thing I filmed. That was like a month ago. But yeah. you know how it is like this time of year and shit. Oh, especially this time of year. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, so, do, you do any kind of like um, stretches or workouts or anything for your knee? Yeah, I constantly, like, before I ride, every time before I ride, and before I work and shit, too, I'm always stretching my knee. Yeah. Because I've, I've heard it so many times, like, I'm pretty used to it, like, so it's just, like, what I have to do now. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's just, like, that daily maintenance kind of thing. Yeah. Do you use a roller at all, a foam roller? I have before. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't, I don't know. I've... I haven't found it to be very uh, beneficial to me, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Maybe it'd be beneficial to other people. Like my my fiance uses one. Yeah, she's she she's in nursing school and shit, and she works and she runs like half marathons and shit. So <laughs> shit. it's like she needs to like be limber and all, all that. So yeah. she's like, oh, you should try it out. So I try it out. It's like not the best. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, I, I know it's beneficial for a lot of other people. Yeah, I I was using it one way, and then I watched that Neen Williams guy on YouTube, and I I realized there was a whole other way you could be using it, like on the inside of your inside of your thighs going up to your knee. Like I have like some kind of like weird hip issue, but like I I use a foam roller at least once a day, and it's like it's like it kind of helps me recover a lot quicker. Yeah, so just trying to do whatever I can keep it going. Absolutely, that's all it is. Maintaining, man. <laughs> yeah, gotta, because it's like bike riding is so fun. You don't want it. You don't want it to end yet. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's I, dope when you see like older dudes, like DMC, he's like fifty, still yeah. doing crazy shit. I'm like, all right. 
yeah. got a chance. <laughs> yeah, especially like 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 him, like Joe Rich, like you see all these, or even when you see like like for example Angus, you know he's just turned eighteen this year. I met him when he was like fourteen or fifteen, and he's oh, literally like eclipsed me in four years. Like he went from this kid I saw barely do like a Smith stall to I'm gonna manual bar uh, a rail like. I just saw that clip earlier, actually. <laughs> like, what the like, what? You know, like... Yeah. So when I see other people progress so quick, I'm like, you know what? It's not too late. Like, if you want something, you can learn it real quick if you really, really want to. Like, yeah. Like, some things come with time, you know? Like, like a good, solid steeze comes with time, you know? Uh-huh. Like, I don't know. Shout out to Dan Foley, whoever else got some good steez, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes I see him, his videos, Chase Hawk, Chase D Hart, like those are like those. They'll just let some bullshit Instagram clip fire out, and I'm just sitting there watching it like thirty times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of that shit that Dan does, like I don't even know, man. Like he'll do like a foot jam, but then he'll do like a a quick tip, like tap, like back tire tap, and then come in like smooth as shit and like ridiculous like yeah. just little shit like that it's so sick yeah i don't even know what to call it like a purpose case yeah yeah, yeah. it's just like a little i don't know man it's, it's it looks so dope though <laughs> yeah shit well i don't know man thanks for shooting this shit with me yeah absolutely man appreciate it um looking forward to putting together this ride pa mag i i started to get getting it going um got a lot yet to do but i'm gonna camp out one of these weekends and crush it on it oh yeah that's sick yeah like you said gotta balance it out absolutely that's all it's about it's about balance man yeah percy does a really good job of uh organizing all the files for me and i I really appreciate that um it could it could be a lot more of a headache than it than it is yeah it'd be like a (laughs) like yeah. here you go here's a bunch of shit I don't know what anything is yeah. figure it out <laughs> that dude for for having a kid and having to work man he's definitely super meticulous and holds it down that's dope but um yeah man I appreciate you coming on the podcast and shooting the shit with me and yeah, uh, man. look forward to catching a sesh maybe when it gets warmer out yeah yeah I'm, I'm definitely planning on coming down soon I'm supposed to ride with Evan at some point so Oh yeah, come see this Tilton pack out. Yeah, yeah, I actually went down there like a couple of weeks ago. Oh, a couple of weeks, a couple of months ago before <laughs> it got cold. Yeah, we got rained out, but we got like thirty minute session in. It mm-hmm. was like kind of shitty because we drove all the way there and then, and then it rained. Oh yeah, yeah. Was that was with like, with Pat? No, I was down there with my friend Fec, okay. and then Evan came and met us, and then like. 30 minutes in like the, the park was actually already a little wet too so it was like you're dodging puddles as it was yeah and then it just started pouring and then we're like oh it'll pass and then we're like all right let's go to york and then we checked like uh you know how york has that little uh camera or whatever yeah in the park everything was soaked and like completely like getting <laughs> down poured on we're like fuck all right let's just go back like <laughs> it's not worth it so like we drove all the way to harrisburg to ride for like a half an hour and just drove back home that's Harrisburg luck for you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Every time I come down to your guys' city, it's just like, it's the same with every fucking time. <laughs> like, it's like, we'll ride like four spots and it'll like rain or like someone will get a flat tire or, you know, it'll be like a weird Sunday that you can't get shit. So, yeah, it's like, it's how it is. Yeah, yeah, pick and choose your battles, that's for sure. Absolutely. Anything you want to promote or shout out? Oh, um. uh, all right. Um... <laughs> Check out my Instagram at Nilo Hodge Photo. Nilo is N I L O. I don't know, it's very hard. It's a four letter name, but everyone <laughs> has so much trouble with it. Yeah. Um, you can check out ECD on Instagram and on the website. It's just like, I think, what is it now? Is it ECD BMX or East Coast Destruction? <laughs> better double check. Oh, like, <laughs> let me check. <laughs>
Awesome. Yeah, and that's, uh, that's kind of it. I mean, that's how it is. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the podcast. I'm not sure what next week's podcast is going to be about. It's going to be a toss-up. But uh, sooner or later, that frame, that tax check, that frame money, it's coming in. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to spend it on? You going to get some new routing shoes? You going to get a new frame? New cranks? If you get a new frame, you better get a new bottom bracket. You better get a new headset. It's only right. Don't do yourself wrong. See ya.